0: Using free speech to free minds. It's the David Knight Show.
1: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the David Knight Show. It is Friday, the 11th of January, 2019. A jam-packed, very exciting show we have for you today with Paul Joseph Watson, Will Johnson in the first hour, Hotep Jesus in the second hour, and Jacob Lloyd, Jake Lloyd, in the third hour. So, jam-packed, full of wonderful guests Going to be very exciting and very news filled. I have Paul Joseph Watson with me on the line right now. He needs no introduction and is a very busy man. His time is valuable. So without any further ado, thanks so much for coming on, Paul.
2: Hi, Harrison. How are you doing?
1: Doing well. Thank you. So what is your top story of the day? And please don't tell me it's The Rock uh, saying that he doesn't like snowflakes. I, I really would like to not cover The Rock today. But uh, but what's, what's your top story in the news today?
2: Well, I want to get back into the story that we talked about yesterday on the show, maybe in the next segment, which is about the left-wing couple who went missing in Africa. Again, another left-wing couple, myopic, naive, idealistic, going somewhere very, very dangerous to spread love, winding up probably dead. So I want to get back into that in the next segment. But the top story that I wrote this morning on Infowars is French Green Party founder says Europeans must have less children to make way for more Muslim migrants. This is a country, Harrison, that already has an almost 9% Muslim population. They've got civil unrest, they've got riots, they've got their former interior minister, um, Gerard Collomb came out in an interview, which we reported on a few months ago, and basically said they're gonna have huge social dislocation, potential partition or secession of the country of France because of this huge unintegrated mainly Muslim population so now the founder of the Green Party and a guy who is still an MEP has come out and said and you can read his quotes in the article that he wants people to have less children he wants Europeans to have less children not the poorer countries just French people because they're polluting the planet and he literally says this would allow us to better receive the Muslim migrants who are knocking at our doors. so The millions who have already arrived are not enough. The 9% Muslim population rate in France is not enough. The riots, the civil unrest, the crime, the sexual assault, the complete lack of integration is not enough. He wants more of those people coming from those countries with completely different cultures that are not compatible with our own and less of the host population. He's basically cheerleading for and encouraging the demographic suicide of Europe.
1: Right. And it reminds me of the story that came out yesterday that talked about white women in America not having enough uh, children to replace themselves, not reaching that replacement level birth rate. And the solution in that article suggested was uh, we need more migrants. So it seems like the gloves are just off at this point and they're no longer pretending that this isn't the plan or that this isn't the agenda, which seems to be like a common theme that I see throughout sort of all of our stories, whether it's politics or you know, demographic replacement, all this sort of stuff, it's like they used to pretend that it wasn't what they were doing. They used to go, no, no, we just we like diversity. We want people from all over. And as of just, you know, very recently, it's like, no, you know what? Yeah, that is what we're doing. We do want to basically get rid of you. You're you know, you you care too much about liberty. You you care too much about, you know, all these things that prevent us from tyrannizing you or from, uh, you know, just just subjecting you to slavery, basically. So we're going to get rid of you and bring in populations that might be more easily controlled. So, I mean, to me, it just seems like across, you know, all of the Western world, the gloves are off and they're basically just coming out and saying it. Yeah, we, we want you replaced at this point.
2: No, exactly. They want to import a slave class that doesn't know their rights. They tell us in Europe, oh, we need them for the labor. No, the vast majority of um, benefits, welfare payments in Europe, or the clear majority at least, go to migrants. So that's complete BS. Then you have like people like Green Party um, leader, Stephanie von Berg in Germany, getting up in front of the German parliament and saying, Germans will be an ethnic minority in their own cities within 20 years. And that's a good thing. So they're completely brazen about it now. As you said, the gloves are off. The mask has slipped.
1: It's completely sick. It's totally disgusting. And they're getting away with it without any pushback from the mainstream media. Stay with us, folks. This is The David Knight Show. Harrison Smith with my guest, Paul Joseph Watson. We'll get into the couple that has disappeared in West Africa on the other side. Stay with us, folks.
3: Living in volcano may sound more dramatic than it really is. The real drama can be found here in Leilani states. But a lot of us on the Big Island rely on rainwater, and we need to be concerned about ash and acid rain. Volcanic ash may contain heavy metal particles As it turns out, the filter on the Alexa Pure raises the pH of the water. So what we've learned is that volcanic ash and acid rain can contaminate a rainwater supply. But more importantly, a good water filtration system will purify it.
4: The Internet's home for Motown, soul, and great rock and roll. SkyPilotRadio.com
0: This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio
1: see his newest article on InfoWars.com. Yet another left-wing couple visits a dangerous country to spread love and disappears. It's a story we've heard multiple times in this year alone of leftists who have been brainwashed to believe that all cultures are equal, that they can go anywhere in the world, and it will be just like home. And they, they fall for this lie and travel to dangerous countries and end up missing or dead. It's a tragic story. Paul, where are we on this story right now?
2: Well, I made a video about this issue, Harrison, on Christmas Eve. It was released on YouTube. It's got nearly a million views now, by the way. It's already out of date. Right. (laughs) These things just happen every week at this point. You have a couple, a left-wing couple typically, and you can see she's got the dreadlocks. She was going there to do environmental activism. Almost certainly a left-wing couple. They go to these countries, Burkina Faso. They travel through Mali They ignore repeated Canadian government travel advisory warnings saying, do not travel here. The threat of terrorism, the threat of carjackings is so high that you're likely to get attacked, kidnapped, if not killed. Al Qaeda Islamic terrorists bombed and um, stormed a hotel in the capital of Burkina Faso in 2016. Six Canadians died in that attack. I think it was about two dozen people died in total. But again, They project their own progressive utopian view of how the world works on the rest of the world. They're indoctrinated in the education system by the left-wing news media that everybody's as tolerant, loving and embracing as they are when it's not true. You can look at the most dangerous countries in the world. And in fact, I'm doing a video on this, which will probably be out later today. Every single country in the top 10, apart from one, which is Russia at number 10, probably likely due to their organized crime violence. Every single country in the top 10 most dangerous countries in the world, and they can flash this up, it's on a website um, called Atlas Boots, most dangerous countries in the world. Every single one is in the Middle East or Africa. Literally every single most dangerous country in the world is in the Middle East or Africa. And this is why our governments tell us not to go there. They ignored all the warnings. And there's a photo, which is in the article that you mentioned, Harrison, circulating on social media. Now, it looks like the same woman. I'm pretty sure it's the same woman. Whether she wrote the actual text of the Facebook post um, remains unanswered, but she visited one of these dangerous countries, Burkina Faso, in fact, two. Mali's even more dangerous, and that's where they went first. Canadian government tells Canadian citizens, don't go anywhere near Mali. Like, this is Boko Haram territory. This is, is Islamic terrorist terrorist territory. So she apparently posted this image on Facebook, It was her with a sign in Arabic with the word Iraq called Hitchhiking Iraq. Now, it's it's, it's so ridiculous. It could be a troll. We haven't confirmed this, but it, it could be a troll. But this is what the Facebook post said. I just wanted to share that there is love and warmth everywhere in the world. You just need the wisdom and courage to reach out and grasp it. Open your minds and hearts. We are the people showing others that the world is a place in which solo females can travel to its far corners. Happy twenty nineteen. Let's hit the road. Now that is that is so ridiculous that it, it could be a troll. We're we're entering into Poe's law territory at this point. Right. But we've seen it before. Uh, Harrison, there was a there was an Italian performance artist called Pippa Bacca back a few years ago who will exactly like that, hitched hike throughout the Balkans, throughout the Middle East. What happened to her? She was strangled, raped, and murdered. When she got to Turkey in my last video, I literally went through like a dozen or more examples of left wingers who go to these foreign countries to spread love, to spread understanding. They're either raped at best, although it's obviously horrendous, or they're murdered. There are so many cases of this, and we've got another one just this week. Yeah. And I
1: mean, it's absolutely sickening what happens to these people. But as you say, they go with the express purpose of proving that it's safe to do, proving that all of these these bigoted ideas about where is dangerous in the world and, you know, to take caution before going there. And they go to disprove that notion. And then of course they prove the exact opposite. And yeah, this, this, uh, this social media post, I mean, I, I I don't want to believe it's real, but you're right. This post territory where you can't tell whether something is parody or not just because of the level of insanity that's gripping the left at this point. And I remember seeing this post, you know, posted on, on forums at some point, like, I, I, I want to say like a month ago. And it was kind of like, all right, well, we'll see. You know, now we now we wait and see what happens. This woman who's trying to hitchhike across Iraq to, to or to Iraq to prove that it's safe. It's like we know, you know, we can see this and just go. She's she's basically committing suicide in her desperate attempt to prove the leftist narrative. Correct. Uh, but you know, maybe maybe that's just because we're we're bigot racist. Maybe the Canadian government is just full of racists that just hate the people from Burkina Faso and and want to uh, you know bring them down by saying that they're dangerous. But you know, I, I don't know what it is that you get proof after proof after proof that this is a bad idea. Go on vacation somewhere else. There are safer places to go get a little bit of sun. Uh, But I guess these people, you know, they want to virtue signal to such an extent that they will literally die to do it. And it's it's frankly tragic. I mean, there's nothing to celebrate about this. But there is this idea of like, guys, if you would just listen to us, it would literally save your life. It's not racist. There's nothing racist about it. We're just telling you that this is dangerous. It's a different culture that you don't understand because you've been brainwashed by the media telling you that everybody's the same. Look at the facts. Look at where you're going or you might end up dead. What do we, how do we get through to these people? The world is not a a fairy world. The world is not a fantasy. Their reality that has been constructed around them is a false one. And yet they, they believe it fully. How do we get through to these people?
2: Well, they've adopted this utopian mindset, which, Precludes all discernment and all judgment, Harrison. So we're never going to get through to them. The good thing is, Generation Z is way more clued in. And, you know, we can talk about that in the next segment regarding PewDiePie and everything. Mm. But that's another aspect of it, which I cover in my video. Leftists, mainly not just leftists, but just idiotic, like people in general who just have no clue about how the world works, they deliberately visit S-hole countries, which are poverty-stricken, crime-ridden. Because it, they think it's a form of virtue signalling to then come back to their cosy westernised existence and tell all their friends, oh yeah, I had such a such an authentic cultural experience because it was an asshole, it was poverty stricken, you know, poop on the streets, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. They think that that's culture, and because they are cultural relativists, they think that that's equal or even better to Western culture. So when they go to places like New Delhi in India, and everyone's crapping on the streets and all the children are malnutritioned and catching diseases because they don't know how to use a toilet properly. Literally, the UN has to have campaigns in India every year telling them not to poop on the streets. They don't see that as backward or dirty or disgusting. They see that as culture. And because all cultures are equal, or in fact better because we're evil and imperialists, then they come back to their friends and say, I experienced this culture. This makes me a better person than you because you're backward, westernized, and bigoted. So they actually enjoy it more. So the risk for some of them, probably the risk of being raped and murdered is actually, in a completely backwards way, a good thing, because it shows that they're more open-minded and they can put themselves at risk to sample these great foreign, authentic cultures. So there is that as well. But then what happens when you get people like the bicyclists who cycled through um, the Balkans again in the Middle East wrote a blog before saying evil doesn't exist. It's just our bigoted westernized view of, the, of other cultures to say that evil exists. Again, what happened to them? Mowed down by ISIS terrorists and stabbed to death. So how many times does it need to happen before we get through to these people?
1: Well, it's exactly I mean, you hit you hit the nail on the head with your first sentence. That's a lack of discernment. It's a lack of even the ability to say this is better than that, whether it's about Cultures or or people or ideas or religions, whatever it is, there's this insane psychopathic sort of uh, tendency for leftist and and these sort of cultural relativist to say it is it's bad and it it should actually almost be illegal to have any sort of discernment to discern good from bad to discern, uh, you know, evil from you know, the, the righteous is to them an anathema. They they can't handle it. More on the other side with Paul Joseph Watson. We'll get into PewDiePie. That's right. The, the horrific Nazi who is now the most popular person on YouTube and has been the most popular person on YouTube. Is he brainwashing children into the Fourth Reich? We'll break it all down on the other side, folks. Hint, no, he's not. He's hilarious and he talks about video games.
5: As the years go by, it gets harder and harder to keep up with your body's nutritional needs. With changes in diet, unnatural ingredients, and stress, you may not be able to get all the necessary nutrients, amino acids, vitamins, and minerals needed daily. Defeat the globalists, hashtag Alex
6: Jones. Defeat the pedophiles, hashtag Alex Jones. Defeat Alexandra Cortez and her mindless idiocy with hashtag Alex Jones. Defeat the censors with hashtag Alex Jones. They've tried to ban us off every platform out there, but we've just gotten stronger because you've taken action with hashtag Alex Jones. I am patient zero in the massive banning. But you can override the censors now, and if all of our audience gets involved with hashtag Alex Jones, we are unstoppable together. We've already changed the world together with our laser focus. Do it again with hashtag Alex Jones on Twitter, on Facebook, on Google, on YouTube, everywhere. Call the talk radio, C-SPAN. Shout it out loud in public. Hashtag Alex Jones. That's the rallying cry to restore the First Amendment. and the dynamic human spirit
7: that refuses to submit. InfoWars Life is bringing you a breakthrough in modern medicine. Introducing Pollen Block. We have found an extraordinary new, natural way to alleviate seasonal distress symptoms, including promoting clear nasal and sinus passageways, eye comfort, and respiratory function. In the 1960s, In fact, current research has found that it actually acts by blocking the activity of tryptase, which is an enzyme that amplifies immune and inflammatory responses in the body. Go outside and enjoy the air you breathe. Head to InfoWarsLife.com and grab a pack of our Pollen Block chewable tablets.
6: We are kept afloat only by your loyal patronage. And that's why we need you to go to the site now if you're not in the market for one of our greatest nutraceuticals, please consider a contribution. $25, 50 100 250 or even $500 would be a godsend to our important work here to beat back the globalists and to destroy their campaign of censorship in which they want to strangle
4: our First Amendment rights. Hey, how would you like to take InfoWars with you wherever you go? Well, now you can do just that with the new official Wars app, And here's the best part. It is absolutely free at the Apple Store and Google Play. You can join the InfoWar today. Check it out right now at InfoWars.com forward slash app. app. It's the
6: InfoWars official app taken on the globalist at point blank range. And with your help spreading it and with your help downloading it, we are unstoppable.
4: The Internet's home for Motown, soul and great rock and roll. SkyPilotRadio.com.
0: This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. You're listening to The David Knight Show.
1: So, sticking with the story from last segment for, for just a second, we we're talking about those. Uh, People killed, those cyclists killed by ISIS militants as they were cycling uh, through the Balkans and the Middle East. And uh, our producer, Travis, points out that the headline in the New York Times is, A Dream Ended on a Mountain Road. The cyclists and the ISIS militants framing it. Not that these people were, were dumb, they, they ignored warnings, they refused to believe the stories about the danger they were facing. No, they were just too pure. They were too pure and too innocent for this world. And we lost them. And then, of course, we have the Scientific American story that literally says scientifically they've proven that conservatives are actually more attuned than liberals to assessing potential threats just in the world around them. So, you know, this isn't just a philosophical difference. There might be some actual physical, you know, brain matter, brain structure difference between conservatives and liberals, which makes liberals incapable of recognizing the danger that they're walking into my guest. For the next uh, next segment is Paul Joseph Watson. Paul, you want to talk about PewDiePie, who's been all over the news constantly because he's always getting into trouble for making hilarious jokes.
2: Yeah, and this also obviously ties into Generation Z, which is the most conservative generation in generations. And basically, they've rolled PewDiePie into this because they've mistaken like their total paranoia that Nazis are taking over society at every level. With the fact that Gen Z trolling culture is just the backlash to their millennial outrage culture, this is why I made a video about TikTok. Okay, yeah, obviously TikTok is an app, which is mostly just people lip syncing and dancing around. it's mindless. But there's edgy humor, there's, and there's edgy anti-SJw political humor all over TikTok, if you look closely enough. and because they don't control that platform completely in Silicon Valley. Now they're starting to panic over it. And Harrison, I did a video about TikTok um, about a month ago. And I said, wait, within a short amount of time, Vice, Slate, Salon, all of them will come out and say, TikTok is the new home for white supremacism and neo-Nazism. Literally two days after I put out that video, Vice came out with that article. Again, because they are terrified of anything that they don't control, which comes back to PewDiePie. You know, this is a guy who's got 80 million subscribers. He he has this fake news persona called Gloria Borger, where he (laughs) covers the news of the day. That personality, that persona is more trusted, more credible and more entertaining than anything CNN has to offer or any other (laughs) mainstream news network. And he gets way more views than them. That is why they're terrified of it because they don't control him. So an example, Harrison, is the other day and this story emerged about a week ago initially, esports, they had this gamer girl who was into this esports stuff, and she went off on, she, I say, she went off on this whole tangent about how she was being bullied, harassed, how it was a big misogynistic conspiracy to keep women out of video gaming. And the Washington Post, CNN, all these big news outlets reported on it like it was a big crisis. Yeah, another example of toxic masculinity. Turns out... That gamer girl Ellie was in fact a guy. It was a huge social media, uh, social, uh, social experiment, and is there on his video yesterday exposing it all, exposing how the media tried to spin this fake identity politics narrative about female gamers being oppressed and bullied, and it was a complete hoax. <laughs> she That's literally didn't exist. D- yeah, she literally didn't, didn't exist. exist.
1: And that, 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 that yeah, to the, me is sort that, of the is that, sort of the that's big. Why that's
2: why they're so terrified. He's got eighty yeah. million subscribers. He's crucifying their fake narratives on an almost weekly basis at this point. That's why they try to portray him as evil as a Nazis, as white supremacist.
1: Yeah, and to me, the big—you know—the big sort of underlying story of the Ellie—you know—saga was that you have these major media outlets like the ones you mentioned coming out and defending this person that doesn't exist. They're, de- they're <laughs> like defending and building up this personality and this person that literally doesn't exist. I mean, this is like futuristic, dystopian, kind of like cyberpunk world where you have these personalities that literally are not real. And yet the media does so little due diligence, does so little fact checking. They're just so eager to defend their ideology and defend their narrative that they're going to come out and defend a person that literally doesn't exist. I mean, that is mind blowing to me. And then, of course, the sort of... Uh, uh, point that he was making this person who pretended to be ellie this woman he was a semi-professional or at least a well-known uh video game player that was totally incapable of getting on a pro team he he tried and he tried and no pro team would take him until he pretended to be a girl and then within four days he was invited to be on a pro team so it was sort of a you know uh an example a you know a uh a, a, Prank to show that, okay, if I was a girl, I would be allowed on a protein, but since I'm a guy, I'm not allowed on a protein. So it's this story that has all of these very interesting parts about, you know, uh, personas and about the due diligence that media companies do, about, you know, uh, how gender is treated in the video game world. And yeah, of course, PewDiePie covers it all and breaks it all down brilliantly as he does in his hilarious uh, Swedish accent. And, you know, The other thing with PewDiePie to me is PewDiePie is the example of what happens when there's no control. I mean, nobody told anybody to subscribe to PewDiePie. He got really no support. There was no uh, big hierarchy that that he worked his way up through. He's just people can just tell he was an honest guy and a genuine guy. And so they gravitate to him. And to me, that sort of reinforces the idea that, like, if you let people decide what they want, they generally decide the right thing. It's sort of this, you know, libertarian ideal where Instead, if you have a hierarchy, if you have people on top deciding who's popular, that's how you end up with with awful celebrities. But PewDiePie is sort of this paragon of do it yourself and no control. But everybody flocks to him because he's just so genuine.
2: Yeah, his authenticity shines through. And again, they're terrified of authenticity. YouTube is terrified of their own biggest creator. They don't put him in any of the rewind videos anymore. Their own rewind video is the most downvoted ever. Uh, PewDiePie puts out the alternative rewind. It gets, what was it, 30, 40 million views, one of the most liked videos ever. And they're terrified of their own biggest creator because exactly, he has authenticity. And then you had the other scandal uh, the other day, which was Baked Alaska putting out this TikTok, which you probably played on the show at some point, obviously miming to an Alex Jones rant while he's dancing around to the hit or miss girl meme. And then Jared Holt came out Jared Holt, by the way, is the guy who brags he was the one who de-platformed Alex Jones. And because somebody submitted this meme of baked Alaska dancing and lip syncing to an Alex Jones rant onto PewDiePie's subreddit, PewDiePie covered it in his video, laughed at it because it was funny. It had already gone viral on TikTok, you know, for a political bit. It had about 4000 likes, which is pretty good for a for a political joke on TikTok. So he merely drew attention to it because if somebody posted it on his Reddit submissions page, then they said, oh, PewDiePie is promoting Nazism again because Baked Alaska got involved with the wrong people a few years ago. Now he disavows them all. This is a guy who worked for BuzzFeed. So I guess BuzzFeed are Mm. Nazis too. But again, it shows you the absolute (laughs) blind panic of him being authentic and original, not controlled by the corporate Borg. He merely laughs at a baked Alaska video of him dancing around for 30 seconds. And that means the great takeover of societies by Nazis led by the white supremacist in chief PewDiePie is on again. And again, it just just (laughs) blew up in their face once again. Jared Holt's a complete idiot, a paranoid schizo on all of this, and it just blew up in their face completely.
1: Yeah, I mean they're gonna they're gonna draw any lines they can because you're right, they're completely terrified of PewDiePie, and I say they should be. I say if PewDiePie were to try to create a YouTube killer, that might be the only, you know, user, the only content creator that could actually pose a threat. Thank you so much, Paul Joseph Watson, for being with us. You can see all of his videos at Infowars.com. Go there, share the link, spread the word, folks.
6: Words cannot describe how big the stakes are for the future of humanity right now. InfoWars is being openly targeted by the Democratic Party leftist CIA operatives, the corrupt Justice Department and the entire Soros crime syndicate. People say, why would you start a fight with them? Because they were already dominating and running America into the ground. And I knew we had no future if we didn't do this. So we've already had incredible success. But if you will simply realize how epic this is and understand how real this fight is and why we've been made the main target. And if you financially support us, and if you spread the word about our articles and videos at Infowars.com, we won't just continue to stand up against these brutal scumbags. We'll win. We have huge sales at InfoWarsStore.com right now. And we're still able to operate the shopping cart and get stuff shipped out to you, despite the fact they are trying to block our commerce and your right to the market. But if you don't stand up and support us financially, Soros and Globalists may win. This is InfoWars Darkness Hour. We need your support. I'm counting on you. Do you realize that when you spread the links from InfoWars.com, when you spread the videos, you are changing the world?
8: So go to InfoWarsStore.com and get Super Male Vitality before it's gone. This is actually our last run of Super Male Vitality. So I want you to experience Super Male Vitality before it's too late. Unleash the Super Male in you with Super Male Vitality from InfoWarsStore.com.
9: Fueling your body is hard work. That's why we've introduced the InfoWars Life Daily Digestive Pack to help you fuel it right. These incredible formulas can help keep your body in tip-top shape in the fight against stress, age, and outside toxins. There's no better time to try Floralife and Carnivore to see how well they can support your body. Don't miss out on the chance to fuel your body and support recovery. Try the InfoWars Life Daily Digestive Pack today.
0: You're listening to The David Knight Show... Deceit. Telling the truth is a revolutionary act. And now, your host, David Knight.
9: President Trump taking his pitch for border security directly to the American people today with his first televised Oval Office address tonight.
10: Do you think it should be, I don't know, a delay of some sort? Why in the world would the networks run Donald Trump's Address tonight when we know that Donald Trump is going to be using it to spread these lies. Because people believe it. People, the president will say what he has to say people believe it whether the facts are true or not. Why should they run Donald Trump's address tonight when they know he's going to be spreading lies and falsehoods?
11: The answer to your question, Joe, is they shouldn't. Um one of the most time-honored and powerful ways a president has to communicate with the American people is through a primetime Oval Office address. The majesty of the setting, the request for valuable television time. Well, the president says he wants airtime, he just gets it, right? Well, the answer
12: is no.
8: President Trump you will not get your wall. A
0: deal.
9: wall is an immorality, not who we are as a nation.
3: Have you considered using emergency power to grant yourself authorities to build this wall
8: without congressional approval? Yes, I have. And I can do it if I want. And so he doesn't need the Congress to appropriate the funds for the wall. He can just do it. So you don't need congressional approval to build
3: the
6: no, wall? No, we can use them. Absolutely. We can call a national emergency because of the security of our country. Absolutely. It's now up to you to decide which side you're on. That's where we are. And Trump is moving in the right direction in the only direction he has to use his constitutional executive power against traitors in the government to declare a national emergency and take matters into his own hands. Our destinies are now bound forever. We ask you to now take action and declare the national emergency and clear the scourge of the foreign globalist infestation threatening America and the world.
1: As the border wall contention continues, Donald Trump is at the border as we speak, sending out hilarious tweets mocking people such as Jim Acosta. My guest for the remainder of this hour is Will Johnson. Uh, You can find him on InfoWars.com and at uh, uh, Unite. I'm sorry, I don't have it in front of me. Will, thanks for coming on. Where can they find you? Uh, uh, UniteAmericaFirst.com. Thank you for having me. Okay, I I didn't want to get it wrong. So we know we've seen leftists and liberals recently they're trying to come to grips with the modern world how everybody can can stream and you know do instagram posts and they're trying to to like come back you know we're posting videos of chuck schumer and uh president obama talking about how there's a crisis at the border and we need a wall and so they try to come back and they post a, a speech of donald trump using a wall metaphorically to talk about getting over your uh, your problems and then we have you know everybody's trying to trying to play the uh, Ocasio-Cortez card and we have Beto streaming from his dentist chair. And, <laughs> and then we have Acosta at the at the wall, at the steel slats, inadvertently proving that the wall works. They, they're they trying to come to grips. They're trying to use the modern technology to benefit them. And it bites them in the butt every time. What's up with that, Will?
13: <laughs> you know, first of all, you said they're trying to come to grips with it. that. Then- Have you ever known liberals to come to grips with reality? (laughs) Ah, Good point. That's a very good point. (laughs) So, I mean, I mean, they can try, but I don't think they're going to ever be successful because the liberals are completely crazy in the first place. You know, when I saw the Jim Acosta video, I thought it was like a a comedy skit. You know, I thought it was a stand up comedy. He's sitting there touching the border, the bears, (laughs) the wall and, you know, and actually absolutely pointing out that. President Trump is correct. <laughs> right. I'm like, I, I almost bust out of my chair laughing. And I said, okay, I can't do it because people are sitting around me. And like, this is <laughs> insane. He, I mean, he's proving Trump right. And for all of these liberal, leftist, anti American, communist, socialist, liberal media outlets, for them to say that President Trump can't go on national TV. And give a you know an order to the people is 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 mind blowing. How do we how do I mean you know I'm sitting there thinking about it, I'm like this is the, this is the insanity of the left where they want to control everything the president does. He says he's going to address the the nation, address the the American people, and they're going to say no. Like they right. have the authority to say no. I mean, you know, they don't like his Twitter because he talks directly to us. This is is, is tyranny at an all time high. Uh, the the coup is going on, and we're and we're living it and experiencing it. And the left, they're trying to do everything they can to destroy. But you know, Jim Acosta is so hilarious. For him to go there and say, "Look, there's there's no immigrants rushing the border." Uh, everything is peaceful. There's business here. He even mentioned Burger King. I guess that's where he went to lunch. But <laughs> <laughs> because it was safe and it was secure. <laughs> so right. Because right of the steel the border, he's steel a He's such a moron.
1: <laughs> you know, I felt I felt the same way when I saw Chuck and Nancy standing in the in the hallway. I was like, wait, is this an SNL skit? Or is this real life? I mean, they're so inadvertently hilarious. It's it's quite enjoyable from our side, except for the fact that they're trying as hard as they can to tyrannize and control our speech. But do you think that's why they're failing so badly is that in this new technological landscape that we find ourselves, it's way more difficult for them to control reality and to manipulate truth. And so, you know, they're, they're trying to to. Somehow give a little bit of truth while still, you know, obscuring it and they just find it too difficult because the sort of proliferation of cameras and and facts and and communication like they're losing control, they're losing they're losing their grip. And, you know, just like they've already lost their grip on reality, but they're finding it even more difficult to to obscure and and, uh, you know, manipulate things, you know, even when it's them in front of the camera, they still fail.
13: Yeah, you're absolutely. You know what? I wonder why, I, you know, I'm kind of, you know, you brought it up and I was going to touch on it too. SNL. I'm wondering if they're going to do a skit on this because they would get more ratings if they would talk about the insanity of these leftist liberals. And it would be absolutely hilarious. But I doubt that they do it. You know, I did a, a meme with uh, Nancy and you know, Chucky. Uh, but I did a devil's pit fork <laughs> between <Right>. them. So. <laughs> but you know, it, you're absolutely right. It's it's just like an SNL skit. I, you know, Jim Acosta. They, you know, so many so many things can come out of it. So many memes have been created out of all of this. The, the people are waking up to exactly what the left is doing, and that's why they feel like they're losing control. They they absolutely because we look info wars. Um, there's still people that are still on social media. I know they attacked InfoWars, freedom of speech. But there's still people that are still spreading the message out there, and they can't control that. And they're upset about the whole thing going out against the left because people are—see, they, they expect the American people to be dumb and to remain dumb. But that's not the case. The American people are smart enough to see what's absolutely happening here, and the message, the, the truth is getting out. And they can't control the narrative any longer. You know, even before Twitter, when we got our news, it was all filtered through these major networks and they could could take out anything that the president was relaying to us, any messages that they came from the White House. But now they can't do that. And because they can't do that, they're going these extra measures by exposing who they really are. They're exposing their craziness and we're seeing it. And you know, it's, (laughs) it really is hilarious, but at the same time is the reason why it's such a serious subject. And we're not laughing about it because they're, they're manipulating and they're convincing people out there that their insanity is what's correct. That's, that's the, that's the problem with all of this.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, you're, you're, you're totally right. It's uh, it's, I mean, it's funny on one hand, it's not funny on the other. I mean, we can enjoy it because it is is—it is the crumbling of the structure. It is the success of InfoWars, breaking through that, that veil of misinformation and disinformation and control and censorship and just bashing through it and getting the truth to people. So we can enjoy that. We can revel in that for a little while. Stay with
14: us, folks. More on the other side. Whether you're looking to boost the benefits of our fish oil formula or just want an alternative, InfoWars Life has the formula for you. Ultimate krill oil is a powerhouse formula that takes advantages of the EPA, DHA, and omega-3s found in our high-quality, ultra-pure krill oil concentrate. Containing powerful antioxidants such as astaxanthin and omega-3s, ultimate krill oil can help you experience the benefits of fish oil with less required DHA and EPA. This incredible formula can help your body in many ways, including supporting heart health, joint health, and cognitive health aiding and regulating fat metabolism, helping to maintain cognitive function, and more. And while other krill oil formulas may chemically modify their formulas, we're giving you the benefits of a simple formula that contains unmodified, high-quality krill oil concentrate. Paired with our Ultimate Fish Oil or used separately, it's time to see what krill oil can do for you with Ultimate Krill Oil. Now available at InfoWarsStore.com.
6: Our grandparents, and great-grandparents, knew that they canned food uh, during the fall, so they'd have it during the winter. And that's what I'm talking about at InfoWarsStore.com. With InfoWars Select, it's the full spectrum of my Patriot Supply, one of the top, most respected companies out there. But because I private label it, I'm able to go below cost on contracts that all their other distributors aren't able to do. But I want to be a market leader, and I want you to have storable food, so it's a total win-win. We have those incredible sell prices back. Infowarsstore.com on Infowars Select, storable foods. They've got special diet foods. They've got three-month supplies, year supplies, week emergency supplies. They've got so many great products there. Maybe you got a three-year supply. If stuff happens, you can feed your whole block. It's up to us to be self-sufficient. You're buying war bonds, bringing you great products, and together, with God's help, we are unstoppable. InfoWarsStore.com and InfoWars Select, high quality herbal foods powered by My Patriot Supply.
15: One of the most incredible cups of coffee can be found in the high mountains of southern Mexico, where the Chiapas farmers have spent years perfecting their techniques. Based off hundreds of years of traditional techniques and perfect conditions, we've sourced only the best to provide you with our immune support and wake up America Patriot blend coffee. Ancient Mayan knowledge is paired with the natural fertility of the land to generate the world's finest coffee bean. carefully harvested
6: Defeat the globalists, hashtag Alex Jones. Defeat the pedophiles, hashtag Alex Jones. Defeat Alexandra Cortez and her mindless idiocy with hashtag Alex Jones. Defeat the censors with hashtag Alex Jones. They've tried to ban us off every platform out there, but we've just gotten stronger because you've taken action with hashtag Alex Jones. I am patient zero in the massive banning. But you can override the censors now And if all of our audience gets involved With hashtag Alex Jones We are unstoppable together We've already changed the world together With our laser focus Do it again with hashtag Alex Jones On Twitter, on Facebook, on Google On YouTube, everywhere Call the talk radio, C-SPAN Shout it out loud in public Hashtag Alex Jones That's the rallying cry to restore the First Amendment Creativity and the diamond
0: Human spirit that refuses to submit. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. You're listening to The David Knight Show.
4: All right, folks, welcome
1: back to The David Knight Show. Harrison Smith sitting in for David Knight today. My guest is Will Johnson of UniteAmericaFirst.com. Last segment, we were having a little laugh at the liberals and the Democrats and the leftist inability to come to grips or to comprehend or to use effectively the tools that really are there to get truth out. They're they're incapable of falsifying these these very pure forms of communication. And you cannot overestimate the effect that InfoWars has had in bringing about this new uh, uh, landscape of communication, of inspiring people to go out there and get the truth out and, you know, really just, just batter down the misinformation and disinformation walls that have been erected around us to keep us in a, in a maze-like, you know, labyrinth, uh, you know, labyrinth of, of confusion and uh, uncertainty you cannot overestimate how impactful Alex Jones and InfoWars have been and if you want to support our work here please go to infowarsstore.com and avail yourself of some of the amazing deals is that does that say 95% curcuminoids okay my god i mean i know we do big uh, sales i thought that said 95% off no it's 50% off but it's 95% curcuminoids that's bod ease the turmeric uh, supplement that works incredibly well. I can tell you from personal experience, and it's because of that 95% curcuminoid uh, level. That's the that's the really powerful stuff in turmeric. That's how bodies gets its very bright orange color. That's how you know it's the real deal. That's how you know it's the good stuff. You also know by taking it and realizing that you you know you feel so much better, and you uh, it, it just it eases it eases pains. I mean, go look it up, folks. Go do research into. You'll find it all over the internet just how powerful this natural herb supplement is. And you can get it from InfoWars.com. And look at those ratings. Five stars just blow everything else out of the water. Almost nothing but five-star reviews. And I can tell you, folks, that is the truth from personal experience and every dollar, every penny you spend at InfoWarsStore.com is not only getting you a fantastic Product. It's also helping us expand and continue to fight this war of information against the tyrants that would have us living in a in a world of confusion and misinformation. And we do that by hiring people like Caitlin Bennett or like Will Johnson, my guest today, who, again, you can find his work at Unite dot uh, com. And uh, you do a lot of great stuff. You do a lot of, um, you know, in-your-face stuff as well, where you go out on the street and interact with Antifa members and uh, not in your face in a combative way, but in a uh, fearless way and going out and really just getting that message out into the real world, face-to-face, one-on-one conversations that then can spread out and anybody can see them. This is how we change the world. This is how we have already shifted the landscape underneath the feet of the globalists and how we continue to do that. Now, the biggest story today, obviously, Will Johnson, is the border wall and the continuing struggle over the shutdown of the government. I identified yesterday the obvious weak link that uh, that's on Trump's side. That is the Republicans, the Senate Republicans, the House Republicans, who I don't trust as far as I can throw them. And I'm glad that they've had Trump's back up until now. But in your experience, Will, or your research or just what you've seen in the headlines, Excuse me. Where are the Republicans now? Are they can we rely on them? Are they solidly behind Trump or are we seeing sort of
13: machinations going on behind the scenes? You know, I'm so happy to see when Vice President Pence went out after the meeting and some of the other GOP leaders standing side by side with the president. You know, I've said in most of my a lot of my videos how the 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 left will dominate the Republicans because the Republicans will tuck their tail and run and hide are they they're scared yeah. you know they won't say anything or there's yeah you're, you're right they're scared to speak up when the president you know he'll say something I'm like oh I can't believe the president <laughs> said that you know so and then they go hush they'll go quiet they go dark and then you every now and then you'll get a few uh Republicans that go on the liberal media saying you know Trump should have never did this or he should have never said that just to feed them but it's right. good to see that they're starting to back the president up. And that's exactly what we need. And, you know, Mitch McConnell on the floor. Uh, he, <clears throat> when I saw that and he had the picture, the photo showing the, the border with the wall and you can see the vehicle in there. And they said on the left, this was Obama. And this is how what Obama voted for Hillary Clinton, um, Barack Hussein Obama and, you know, the rest of them. They all voted for it. But then, all of a sudden, now that it's under President Trump, the same border wall that they all voted for is all of a sudden now immoral. Um, he oh, it's immoral. Complete, it's
1: ineffective. It's, yeah, exactly, yeah. Any excuse exactly. they need to use. Yeah.
13: Exactly. So if, so he showed the exact same picture. And the whole point is look at the, the ludicrous, how ludicrous they are. For them to say this picture is different than this picture, <laughs> it's the exact same picture, you know. Is a and they they don't use any of the brain cells that they have. You know, one of the things I like to say, I said liberals. They're missing a few marbles, and the marbles that they have are rattling around in their head. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: too noisy for them. I mean, you say that like as a joke, but they've done scientific studies where they – I mean, they'll come out and say, hey, all we have to do is remove a little chunk of your brain, and you, you stop believing in God. You stop being so conservative. Maybe we need to do this to everybody. So like you know, we say it as a joke, but there's real scientific evidence that they're missing a couple marbles. They're not all there. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. dangerous.
13: Yeah, you know, and all this goes back, you know, I was listening to uh, Infowars yesterday and when um, Owen was on with Alex and, or hashtag Alex Jones. And one thing that he was bringing up was talking about how the, we're in this, this spiritual realm and how people are being manipulated. And I've been talking about that as well. The, the entire planet. And even when you was on with Paul jo- Joseph Watson, how they're talking about all of these asshole countries Mm -hmm. have all these crazy people coming and doing these terroristic things. He's absolutely right. But you know, the liberalism, not liberal, you know, liberty, but liberalism Mm -hmm. itself is like a mental disorder that's, uh, that's taken over the planet. And it's a spiritual battle that we're all in. And a lot of these people are being affected by it and they don't even recognize it when they start going along with insanity as if this insanity that they're going along with is the right thing to do and it feels good to them mm-hmm. they that's and that's what they believe in so it is a spiritual battle that we're in and people's minds are being spiritually affected and you know, this go ahead well no no you're hitting the nail on the head and this is
1: the crux of the issue that i try to explain to people all the time because a lot of the socialists, the people on the socialist side, they kind of they kind of get it to like the, the surface, most liminal level. They're just like they kind of get the corruption. They kind of see the pay for play kind of stuff. But they always uh, kind of ground it or, or put it in the context of like earthly materialistic kind of things. It's like, oh, they just do that for the money. That's all they care about. But when you pull back and you look at what some of the corporations are doing, what people like YouTube and Apple and Facebook are doing, they could make a lot more money. By doing other stuff. And so you have to you go, okay, well, money is not the is not the driver here. It must be something else. They don't realize that it's a spiritual war that we're in and that these people do things for spiritual reasons to either destroy or propel a spiritual ideology that they're living in. And it has less to do with money. Money is a tool that they use, but you have to identify the spiritual aspects. Uh, of the fight going on, or else you you don't actually see the picture. You're you're seeing a a black and white, fuzzy sort of picture of reality. Although it's it's similar to reality, you're missing the vast majority of what's actually going on underneath the surface.
13: Yeah, you know they've gotten to the point to where they will go left of reality just mm-hmm. to make just to get what they want. You know, there's I don't have any tangible proof, but I truly believe that. This midterm election, the left did everything they could to steal it. And mm-hmm. the reason why I say that is because they they have every ability in their mind to justify stealing something or doing something wrong or doing something corrupt. They have it in their mind to tell little boys that you can be a little girl, don't like the way God created you. They have it in their mind to to go after President Trump for what? doing positive things because they hate the man they hate this they hate this man like no other man on earth except for christ (laughs) and i'm like he's just a man (laughs) and he's doing
1: the right thing i mean (laughs) yeah but yeah you're exactly right they they justify it it's this virtue signaling ideology. It's this idea that, well, anything I want to do is justified because I'm on the right side. I'm the virtuous one. It's the same way that communism killed a 100 million people in the last century. Will Johnson, thank you so much for coming on. I wish I could keep you longer, but I got other guests to get to. Great conversation. Thank you so much. Will Johnson, uniteamericafirst.com. You can find his work on infowars.com as well. You'll have to rejoin us next week. That was too much fun. Stay with us, folks. Hotep Jesus on the other side. Hotep Jesus on the other
10: side. Don't go anywhere.
0: You're listening to The David Knight Show. Broadcasting with the power of the First Amendment. You're listening to The David Knight Show.
1: back. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the second hour of the David Knight show. This is Harrison Smith sitting in for David Knight. My guest today is known as Hotep Jesus. You can find, you can find him on Twitter at Vibe High. That's V-I-B-E-H-I. One of the most entertaining Twitter feeds that I follow. You can find him also at booksbybrian.com and hotepnation.com. Hotep Jesus, thank you so much for being on with me.
17: Hey, how you doing, man? I'm feeling great. Thank you for having me on. How are
1: you? I'm doing quite well. Thank you very much. I I, I have a, a small confession to make. It's actually a big confession. My entire career at InfoWars has been a, a long con to put myself in a position that I can talk to people that I have been fans of for a long time. So I've done it. I'm here. <laughs> you fell for the trap. You are now on uh, on the show with me. But But honestly, I saw you First, well, obviously, first with the, um, the Starbucks sort of prank that you did where you went in and demanded that they give you uh, coffee as reparations for when they they kicked out those two black guys that were in their store. And that was hilarious. And then you went on with Owen and just seeing you on there. I just thought this is a guy that I would love to have a conversation with. Uh, and so, first of all, I just want to the, the question I really want to ask, what is Hotep? Because Hotep is something that you get different definitions from everybody you ask. Uh, and yeah. so I just want, you know, baseline, what is your definition of HOTEP? Why did you decide to make it your name?
17: So what we have is an evolution of something that existed for a very long time. The term HOTEP, some would say it means peace. My master teacher, Shaka Akmos would say it means satisfaction. It actually has a dozen definitions. Some of them have to do with post-death. This goes back to ancient Madaneta. Now the feminists the black left wing have turned it into a pejorative and we've reclaimed it hotep nation we've reclaimed the title and given it sort of a, a restoration I guess you can say a new luster mm-hmm. and our thing is just accountability self accountability as long as you have self accountability you'll find success in this world and you know just basically stop complaining
1: Okay very interesting and I think it comes from is it Imhotep? It's the second half of Imhotep? Is that uh, is that its uh, source?
17: Imhotep uh, would not be its source. Uh, hotep, the the actual term is the source. Imhotep is an adaptation of the term. OK. All right. You're very probably, interesting. Uh, the world's first physician, Imhotep. Uh, OK,
1: very cool. Yeah, I just you know, that was just something I was like, you know, what is what is his definition? Because you you have ways of using it where you're like, all right, this person is Hotep. That person's not Hotep. Uh, I just think it's interesting, and I, I like that uh, that vocabulary. But when you use that, and we don't know the definition, I'm like, "Oh wait, we need to we need to get to the bottom of this." And then the second half, of your name is Jesus. What's the what's the meaning behind
17: that, if there is one? Well, I come from a very warm place. I'm a, I'm a loving person, and people sometimes take my spiritual nature the wrong way, as as if I'm um, maybe like projecting or something. I don't know, but. Somebody one day they came to my Twitter feed and they called me, oh, you think you're some type of hotep Jesus? And I was like, <laughs> OK, that sounds great. Let's that's that's who I am. I'm hotep Jesus. <laughs> I like it. So so really
1: both parts of your name are taking things that people tried to insult you with and absorbing it and turning it around on them. Sort of a, a jujitsu uh, sort of move <laughs> on people. I love it. That's awesome.
17: So you, you have a uh, good <laughs> Mental jujitsu, I like that.
1: (laughs) Mental jujitsu, yeah, exactly. And you have a uh, a really good um podcast that you do that's highly entertaining. Who I can't remember the name of your host, but he has this like infectious laugh that uh you you can't help but smile. What's his name? Uncle Hotep. Oh that's Uncle Hotep, okay.
17: Yeah, Hotep's been told you every Thursday, eight PM Eastern Standard Time on YouTube. That's Uncle Hotep. Yep. Yeah, and I like
1: that too. It's because it's you know Hotep's been told you it's kind of similar to you know Infowars, Tomorrow's News, Today. It's like we've known this forever, y'all. Y'all are now getting on the on the bandwagon. Welcome. You're welcome to come along, but just so you know, we've been on this for a long time. So I love that. We'll get we'll get into the actual. We'll 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 stop talking about you. We'll start talking about uh, the the facts and the ongoings with Alexandra Ocasio Cortez and more on the other side. Stay with us.
6: The globalists know
0: This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. In a world of deceit, telling the truth is a revolutionary act. And now, The David Knight Show.
1: Harrison Smith sitting in for David Knight on this Friday, the 11th of January, 2019. My guest Right now is Hotep Jesus. You can find him at hotepnation.com, booksbybryan.com, and on Twitter, at VibeHi. That's V-I-B-E-H-I, like I said in the uh, intro. One of the most entertaining Twitter feeds that you'll ever find, and your pinned tweet here says, don't subscribe if you're easily offended. That cuts both ways. You're not just talking to liberals there. You are, if nothing else, uh, Hotep, a, a free thinker, that refuses to sort of be boxed in either way, and uh, that 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 confuses me sometimes. I'm like, is he joking? Is he not joking? Specifically about Alexandria Ocasio Cortez, who I sort of I, I sort of avoid talking about on this show because I, I want to talk about things that are actually happening. I don't like talking about other people talking about things or talking about oh this person said this or this person thinks this. It's like I want to I want to see what's actually happening. So I feel like most of the stuff around Cortez is sort of. Uh, just rumors and gossip and and innuendo and this sort of stuff. So I avoid talking about it. But what is your what is your position on Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez? What's the truth behind the the memes, Hotep?
17: Well, what I do is edutainment. You know, I entertain people, but I educate them at the same time. And as we can see now, the Dems are actually uh providing resistance against or resistance towards AOC they are they are actually trying to control her and as you can see from that tweet right there she said new party who it is so is she insinuating that she has no loyalty to the Democratic Party is is that I, what I she's saying here
1: that that that's that's definitely how I read I mean we know she's a Democratic socialist and they're sort of they're Uh, expressed a desire is to basically infiltrate and overtake the Democratic Party. So yeah, if I was a Democrat, I would be possibly even more scared of Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez than I already am, which I already am pretty scared of Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and just the, I'm not scared of her necessarily, necessarily. I'm scared of how the media refuses to police her, refuses to push back against her when she says these outrageous things. And I mean, she seems sincere, I'll, I'll give her that.
17: Well, the thing is, she's sincere. The media is weaponizing AOC. Mm-hmm. And that's where my heart goes out to her because what I see is an innocent girl who means well. She has great intentions. She doesn't understand economics, which is why she says a lot of things that people might interpret as silly. Oh, she looks so good. Look at her. Oh, <laughs> baby. Oh, miss, She's gorgeous. She's beautiful. So you know when she enters Congress, all those old hags are going to be like, uh, you know, hating on her and whatnot. So, but but I think that what we have to do is the fact that she's behind enemy lines and she's alone. She's gonna need some friends. She's gonna need some allies. So, Hotel Jesus is here for AOC. You know, you need an <laughs> ally. I am here for you, baby. I am here for you. Oh man, she. You know, but, but they uh, they're weaponizing her though because they understand that she isn't fully equipped. To be at the table. So, so as you can see, the other night when Trump was on was uh, was 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 talking live about the wall, they had her ready to go in the studio at MSNBC. She was ready to go. There's no way you can sit down and process what somebody says and then you know try and dictate what it is that you want to say. As soon as he went off, they were like, "Okay, uh, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez, go." And they just let her go. And then that's when she just kind of went on this rant. And it's just, you know, going off on like 20 different tangents at the same time. You know what she was trying to say, but she just couldn't articulate it. And that's what happens when you put somebody with so much pressure with not enough time to think about what they want to say. You're just like, OK, good. And, you know, beforehand, she's probably in a dressing room They probably put makeup on her, getting her prepped. You know how media is. She didn't really have time to prepare her statement. And they knew that they knew she was going to bumble and just say a whole lot of emotional things. And they're just trying to weaponize her. The Democrats can't control her. They want to weaponize her, but they can't control her. So now they're going to resist
1: her. Yeah, you know, I, I agree with you to a certain point because I do think they're weaponizing her. I do think they're using her sort of uh, na- naivete, her, her sort of uh, ignorance in a lot of these these ways to put forward arguments that they can't make in good faith because they know it's wrong. But they're going to put her in front of the camera and let her make it and not push back and, you know, let let her sort of fall on that sword And, you know, she even says things I've heard her say things in interviews where they'll ask her about something. And she says, you know, I don't know what I think about that, but I'm a member of the Democratic Socialists of America. So I'm going to go back and talk to them and then I will know what I think. And to me, that's like that's super dangerous. Like we don't know who her her sort of string pullers are, who are the ones kind of like feeding her information or helping her, you know, as a group come up with these with these ideas. So that's what I see. I see her as a total Trojan horse. For socialism and for these billionaires in the shadows sort of greedily rubbing their hands and going, yes, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, you know, you're fighting for the people. Of course you are. Of course you are. Well, meanwhile, she's setting up these this establishment and this uh, j- even just just, you know, conceptually this idea of socialism. She's helping them roll it out. I see her as a Trojan horse. Do you, I mean, is, you, I, you, are we on the same you, level here?
17: You find that people who are amiable are often gullible. And, and 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 that's just because they're good-natured to want to trust people. And that's what I see here. Um, and going back to the point with them weaponizing her, she's being very honest and saying, I do have to go back and talk to the group because some people aren't equipped to think on their own or to think on their feet. And I think she's being honest at her inability to do so, which is why I say I can't really fault her too much. But when she says Democratic Socialist Party, you know who she's going back to. So, you know, what's coming. So technically your beef isn't AOC. Your beef is the democratic socialist party,
1: Mm. you know, it's like. I I kind of agree with that. And my beef and my beef is the the media. I mean, to me, I don't want to, I don't want to denigrate her and just, you know, just attack her personally, but just in, in a metaphor sense, I see her almost as like a little kid that's acting up and doesn't, you know, doesn't know any better. She's, She's acting up. And to me, it's like the parents. It's like, yo, are you not going to deal with this? Like, you, you got to say something about this. So to me, it's the media when when she says things and they don't push back. It's like, all right, you know, she's wrong, but she believes what she's saying. I don't think she's lying. Uh, but you know, where are the adults in the room to to reel her back in? Instead, they're like, oh, she seems really cool. We're going to start doing what she does and say what she says because they're so cool. It's like the parents trying to act like the kids all of a sudden. And it's just it's, it's all upside down world to me.
17: Yeah. You know, so, so for me, I always say, you know, we can't pay too much attention to these media avatars, right? We got to select who's real and who's not, but we have to frame the media. You know, with my kids, I frame the media and let them know, you see that thing right there that they call the TV, like everything. You <laughs> I just, just got to frame it that way from young and, and, and let people know that everything that comes out the media is just hot garbage. So um, it has to be controlled. Mm -hmm. Now you can now now now. So they'll say, then why is it there? It's like, well, you can pull information from it if you have the ability to discern. If you have educated yourself and given yourself the ability to discern and being able to fact check, then you can start seeing things in the media. Like when you saw the Starbucks stunt I pulled, I did that because I was able to see through the media trends. And that's the power of watching the TV and watching the TV, you mm. know? No, yeah, that that's that's such a good point.
1: And, um, you know, I'm, I'm going to pull a liberal stunt here and relate it to Harry Potter, but there's that time in Harry Potter where the the, uh, the main newspaper is lying about Harry, and so nobody reads it, and they, they go instead to the sort of conspiracy theorist one because that one's telling the truth. But then Hermione, the smart one, says, no, no, you've got to read The Daily Prophet because even though they're lies, you can derive truth from those lies. You can read what they're saying. and go. OK, now, why do they want me to believe this? And you can really deconstruct it. Now, my frustration with with AOC is that I see us falling into the trap that the media fell into with Trump, where it's like, I don't want to talk about her. But the stuff that's happening around her is so crazy. It's like I have to. So I'm playing into it. It's like this weird. I, we can't get away. It's, it's hard to that's get away. How do, we, how do we get away? That's why you got to love what you hate. Love what you hate. That's Ho- Hotep Jesus. More on the other side. We'll be right back after this. We're going to talk about Root for the Wall, which is a hilarious and and poignant hashtag that Hotep Jesus and uh, Uncle Hotep started on their podcast. We'll get down into it and about why the wall is actually good for black Americans. Believe it or not, the wall is not racist. Not wanting the wall is racist. That's right. We're flipping the, ma- uh, the narrative on its head. Infowars.com forward slash show. Send it out.
6: today at infowarslife.com everybody needs to try alpha power today
18: nourish a probiotic friendly environment in your gut with prebiotic fiber by infowars life help the good bacteria thrive and support overall digestive health with our specially formulated prebiotic fiber a mixture of clinically studied and organic acacia fruit and flax fiber Prebiotic fiber is soluble fiber that ferments in the gut to help feed good bacteria, which helps you digest food, absorb nutrients, and even support your immune system. InfoWars Life's cutting-edge formula only brings you the highest quality organic and clinically studied ingredients. Cheap prebiotic fibers are used up only at the beginning of the colon, but our premium organic acacia fiber is slowly digested by the good bacteria, throughout the entire colon for maximum prebiotic effect. Head to InfoWarsLife.com or call 1-888-253-3139.
6: Defeat the globalists, hashtag Alex Jones. Defeat the pedophiles, hashtag Alex Jones. Defeat Alexandra Cortez and her mindless idiocy with hashtag Alex Jones. Defeat the censors with hashtag Alex Jones. They've tried to ban us off every platform out there, but we've just gotten stronger because you've taken action with hashtag Alex Jones. I am patient zero in the massive banning, but you can override the censors now. And if all of our audience gets involved with hashtag Alex Jones, we are unstoppable together. We've already changed the world together. With our laser focus, do it again with hashtag Alex Jones on Twitter, on Facebook, on Google, on YouTube, everywhere. Call the talk radio, C-SPAN, shout it out loud in public, hashtag Alex Jones. That's the rallying cry to restore the First Amendment. Creativity and the dynamic human spirit that refuses to submit.
12: From InfoWars Life at InfoWarsStore.com.
0: You're listening to The David Knight Show.
1: battle over the wall continues to rage. Trump on the border, again, continuing to threaten to use the uh, his executive power to use the army to build the wall. Hasn't pulled the trigger yet. Hasn't declared a national emergency. But my guest, Hotep Jesus, has a podcast that he had a, a very interesting take on this. Uh, and it, it culminated basically in the hashtag uh, Root, for the wall root the number four, and then the wall. So hot, I want you to, uh, you know, give me the background behind this hashtag.
17: Yeah. So, uh, it started as a joke on a podcast. We're basically looking at the root and the root, we were saying like, like make the root hotep again, because the root, (laughs) it used to be very hotep. So, um, there's an article on the root that basically says how illegal immigration hurts black America. That's what it says. And the narrative seems to have switched. The narrative seems to have switched. Uh, That's on theroot.com. Now, the root now is like pro-LGBT and feminist and, you know, just like the crazy SJW stuff. Uh, You know, like anti-Trump. They probably got a million articles that are anti-Trump. They have a million articles that are anti-HOTEP that are just making fun of HOTEPs, right? Mm -hmm. But in the past, they were for the wall. The publication was for the wall. Now the story has flipped. So the new mission, the this is this is the new operation for people to participate online. Hashtag root the number for the wall. Post that article with that hashtag. And when people ask you, you know, about this white people, your alibi is not having a wall is racist. Right. Totally reverse it. 180 degrees. <laughs> Hashtag root the number for the wall. Let them know that illegal immigration is actually racist. It's actually it's it's racist against black people. And they think they're slick because they created that term, people of color, so they could loop us in with everything. And and you see it now happening with TPUSA. TPUSA now has this new Latin thing that they're doing. So everybody does this to black people, you know, where they they They'll they'll bring us in and then they'll try and push us out using the, the, the Latin community. It's crazy, man. It's crazy out here.
1: Yeah, no, I've 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 noticed that as well. And, um, you know, I thought I I think that's a great thing because it's similar to when you look at, you know, Chuck Schumer or uh, Barack Obama, when they were talking about needing border security and, you know, this isn't good for our minorities, this isn't good for, you know, the, the most vulnerable people in our country. And they were saying that a couple of years ago. Now they've totally changed their course, just like the online publication The Root has done. But nothing has changed except for their position. N- nothing has been revealed that it's oh, OK. What we said before is no longer true. No, that's still true. It's still true that the illegal immigration does drive down wages, does, you know, uh, continue or encourage unemployment in the the lower spectrums of classes, which includes a disproportionate amount of uh, people of color. No, it's, it's such a such a stupid <laughs> phrase that it's, it's basically just saying non-white people. It's just to align everybody against white people. It's total manipulation of language. But uh, but yeah, so nothing has changed. So how are they able to get away with just just going? Yeah, we forget what we said earlier. What were they lying earlier? Did something change? Like How does that happen in their head where uh, they can just completely flip their position and see no problem with that and seem like they're being totally consistent?
17: Well, it's the TDS, Trump derangement syndrome, we all have diagnosed these people with. Uh, Anything that Trump is for, you pretty much have to be against. That's how they've sculpted public opinion. And anybody who's pro-Trump is so-called canceled. You're castigated. They'll hang you in the court of public opinion. So they'll do a reversal. They'll they'll do a complete reversal in their own ideology just to be anti-Trump. This is what America has come to. This is what the political landscape has come to. That one man has so much power that people would rather contradict themselves than to say what's right. <laughs> and 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 like what in, in your uh reading
1: of the situation, what is it about Trump that causes them to go so and so? I mean, I know we have our theories. We we have You know, our reasons we see him as like this champion of anti-globalism and that it just terrifies them. They see him as an existential threat. Um, Do you agree with that? Or what's your reading on why this man, why Donald Trump so terrifies these people?
17: Because he won. (laughs) They're still still mad that he won. He wasn't (laughs) supposed to win. He wasn't supposed to win. The media said he didn't have a chance in hell. Hillary was supposed to be the first female president. They had the entire narrative. They had our next four years, eight years of our life planned out. And he came in and threw a wrench in those plans. And they're mad about it. And they're t- throwing a tantrum. And that's why they're trying so hard to impeach him, because they're throwing a tantrum. They just don't want him in there.
1: You know, you said so you said a- something. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Fin- finish your, your thought there, if you have one. So losers. They just saw losers. Uh, so losers. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, you know, there definitely is that and they're definitely just desperate to get us back on the track that they had laid out for us. Uh, Something you said earlier in that reminded me of something you mentioned in your podcast that I was listening to about R. Kelly and about how now they they've done this documentary about R. Kelly, where they have uh, totally demonized him. And, you know, in the in the vision of most people have proven that he is an evil person that has committed crimes. And now they put him on trial. Can you talk a little bit about how the media does that, how they put somebody on trial on the media first? to get that guilty plea, and then they do the the actual trial? Can you talk about that yes. a little bit? Yes.
17: Yes. What they do is they line you up. First, they find you guilty in the court of public opinion. Once they know they can find you guilty in the court of public opinion, then that's when the real court comes in and you see R. Kelly now is being brought under investigation in the state of Georgia. But they first have to do it with public opinion, get the people to hang you. Once they get the people to hang you, they can do whatever they want in those courts because it's the people that have the power, but they, they, they control and they manipulate us and they feed us as programming. Three days of negative programming on one man. But when we have a lot of other people like the Weinsteins of the world, there is not the same coverage. You see, they did the same thing with Bill Cosby. They ran a special. With Bill Cosby, he ran a special. They brought all those women up there. They ran a special. Then he ended up in jail. They hung him in the court of public opinion first, and then they locked him up in the real jail.
1: Yeah, that the, the Cosby case is a very interesting one. And I, I should really cover it more on here, because when you look at how that case went, I mean, they had people come in. They basically had like feminist professors come in and explain to the jury their feminist you know, uh, concept of consent. And basically, totally manipulated the, the jury. So yeah, they do it. They do it in all sorts of ways. We saw it with Kavanaugh. We've seen it over and over where they they sort of sacrifice somebody in the uh, media, in the public opinion, and then they put them on trial. And and of course, they've already predetermined uh, the the guilt of that person. Are you able to stay on with us for a little bit
17: longer? Yeah, they tried that with Trump. They tried that with Stormy Daniels. They tried to hang him in the court of public opinion. And and everybody was like, ah, we don't
1: care. Trump, he's, he's, he's Teflon, man. Nothing sticks to him. It's, it's really amazing how their strategies that work so well for everybody else just, they just don't work with Trump. He's too good. I don't know what it is. All right. More with Hotep Jesus on the other side at Vibe High on uh, Twitter, V-I-B-E-H-I on Twitter and, uh, Hotep Jesus, uh, HotepNation.com. I'll, I'll, I'll get your website on the other side when we get back. I'll get it correct. Stay with us, folks. You will not want to miss the continuation of The David Knight Show. Infowars.com forward slash show.
14: Whether you're looking to boost the benefits of our fish oil formula or just want an alternative, Infowars Life has the formula for you ultimate krill oil is a powerhouse formula that takes advantages of the epa dha and omega-3s found in our high quality ultra pure krill oil concentrate containing powerful antioxidants such as astaxanthin and omega-3s ultimate krill oil can help you experience the benefits of fish oil with less required dha and epa this incredible formula can help your body in many ways including supporting heart health joint health and cognitive health aiding and regulating fat metabolism, helping to maintain cognitive function, and more. And while other krill oil formulas may chemically modify their formulas, we're giving you the benefits of a simple formula that contains unmodified, high-quality krill oil concentrate. Paired with our Ultimate Fish Oil or used separately, it's time to see what krill oil can do for you with Ultimate Krill Oil. Now available at InfoWarsStore.com.
6: The globalists know that if they suppress the good halogen and pump the environment full of the bad halogens, fluoride, chlorine, bromide, you name it, that it lowers IQ. It literally dumbs the population down. And on our quest to bring our listeners and viewers the best iodine in the world, we've gone through two permutations. First, seaweed-based iodine, that was pretty good but hard to source and the globals tried to block us getting a supply of it. So we discovered deep earth crystals of pure nascent iodine and brought you 2 that's been incredible. Now, due to the establishment trying to block that, we did more research and secured more of the deep earth crystals of nascent iodine. But, chemists, scientists and others showed us the research that by combining it with three other compounds, two forms of iodine and vitamin C, it supercharges it and makes it even more bio available. Ladies and gentlemen, you want to research it, you want to see it, it's an incredible discovery. X3 now available at m 4
4: The Internet's home for Motown, Soul, and great rock and roll. SkyPilotRadio.com.
0: This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. You're listening to The David Knight Show. <laughs> Making sense. Common again. This is The David Knight Show. It has been a star-studded first
1: half of The David Knight Show. My name is Harrison Smith, sitting in for David Knight. The party continues. My guest, Hotep Jesus. You can find him on Twitter, at Vibe High. Now, Hotep, you you have very unique positions and unique... um, uh, uh, opinions about racial issues in America. I mean, you, you're you're pretty focused on a lot of uh, black issues, or just issues of the contention sort of between the races that is largely manufactured, in in my opinion, by the media. Uh, but right now, you're seeing with this new crop of congressmen and women, uh, the they're bringing back talk about reparations. And in fact, I have a tweet by Marianne Williamson who says the U.S. should pay reparations for slavery in the form of a hundred billion dollars giving to educational and economic renewal in the black community. And of course, the first reply to her is too low. That's too low of an amount. We need far, far more than that in reparations. I think it's absolutely ridiculous to punish people now for things that unrelated or, you know, just just other people did hundreds of years ago. To me, this is just anathema to a, a free and open society of individuals where we don't collectively punish or reward anybody. Uh, But but just from your perspective, what are you seeing about this? And just what's your opinion on this new talk about reparations in the in
17: the Congress? This is a very complicated subject. So, follow me, okay? Okay. First of all, you cannot pay out reparations with fiat notes. Hmm. Now. If they pay out with fiat notes, will Hotep Jesus accept? Absolutely. I'm not turning (laughs) down money. I'm no fool. But if we're going to negotiate reparations, it cannot be in the form of Federal Reserve notes. Now. The problem with the reparations is exactly what you said. You can't punish people now for what happened back then. Now, here's where things get complicated. The truth is that black people, the true natives of this land, see, our reparations has already been squandered and has gone to a people that is not the natives, people that are not the natives. You see, a, a similar thing happened in Hawaii, where there was an indigenous black African descent population, and it gets taken over by these Lighter skinned people in Hawaii, they call them Samoans. In America, they call them uh, Native Americans. In South America, they call them Aztecs. These mixed race mulatto peoples are not the actual natives of America or these lands. It is the indigenous African people. So we've been hoodwinked. The black community has been hoodwinked. In fact, if you ask people about racism in Hawaii now, You'll see that not even the, so- the Samoans like black people. <laughs> and they know when you go look at King Kamehameha, I believe uh, that's uh, late, um, late 1800s, I want to mm-hmm. say. It's a black African man. It's the last king. I believe he was the last king of Hawaii. This is a kingdom. And they've been replaced by this mixed race colonizer. <laughs> okay but but I, I admit
1: you kind of you lost me there So you're not talking about Europeans as colonizers You're talking about another race as colonizers And mixing with, And you're saying that uh, the original like uh, Occupiers or natives of America And Hawaii were black Africans And that they have, were
17: replaced By the native Americans When you have a, a mixed race People that is now a new race This is a mixed race people Some people might call them Hispanic. That's a mixed race people. You see, when the Spanish landed in South America and they spread their Spanish language, they mixed with the indigenous African population. And they created a new race, which is this mulatto group, which they call Hispanic. In Hawaii, they call them Samoans. Now, when you go look at Hawaii and see who got reparations in Hawaii or who got preferential treatment in Hawaii, you'll see it's the Samoans. When you go there, you'll see a lighter skinned people. Some people on the left might call this colorism. Marcus Garvey, when he he was here in the 1920s, he spoke about it in the NAACP. He said when he walked in the NAACP, he could hardly tell if there was any black people working there. This is in the writings and teachings of Marcus Garvey. Well, see, 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 now, now you've kind of
1: now you've kind of confused me because we were talking earlier about how they uh, they've used this term POC people of color to sort of differentiate white people from everybody else. But it seems to me like like you're kind of going there with this uh, distinction between, uh, you know, the, the colonizers coming in and the people there you're calling African or or black. But is that not just sort of uh, is that not making the same distinction where you're just dividing everybody into two rather than maybe into uh, in particular races?
17: What what I, I don't follow. What, what is
1: the alternative? Well, the alternative would be that these people were Native Americans uh, that I, I mean, I wouldn't call I just wouldn't call them Africans. Okay,
17: so the people that you know of as Native Americans are not the people that were raped by Christopher Columbus when he landed in the Caribbean. When he landed in Haiti, Jamaica, when they got there, those were black people. You don't have a mixed race people until the following of the rape. But now, we when have, they say, go well, ahead. We
1: have, we, we have pretty, pretty you know, uh, pure indigenous, uh, you know, people who have no sort of European admixture in them in Central and South America. They don't look black to me. So, So what am I missing?
17: There's no what?
1: Uh, No, I said there's there's indigenous people in South and Central America with no like European admixture, no, no, you know, European blood in their bloodline. Who? Just the the native, you know, uh, indigenous Mexicans or uh, Central Americans or South Americans.
5: And they they don't they
1: don't look they don't look like they're from Africa to me. They look like they're, you know, uh, Aztec or or Mayan, you know, this this ancient race.
17: Are you you positive about that?
1: Uh. I'm fairly, po- I mean, this is, this is my personal experience. You, I mean, so, so what's your, what's your, uh, you know, uh, argument
17: against once that? You, once you start playing the, uh, the game that, you know, what do you do? You send like your blood samples into these companies and then they tell you like where you're from. You, you see, once you jump in that game, you're lost already. You see, I'll take the test and they're going to tell me, all these different parts of Africa that I'm from, right? But Mm -hmm. that's actually not antiquated enough because at one point those borders didn't exist, those nations didn't exist. They were created by the Dutch, the German, the French, and the English, these divisions of Africa. So we're asking a people who are not indigenous to describe the indigenous. That doesn't Mm -hmm. make sense and that's where we get lost in the sauce. We have to come back to the beginning, to antiquity and teach history in chronological order. And once we do that, we'll start thinking clearer. Well, I would I would agree with you in the fact
1: that you go far enough back and we're all one race. So, you know, all the racial distinguishing, right. you know, d- distinguishing uh, goes away and, you know, eventually you go far enough back and you realize that we're all one human race. The the distinctions between and us are. And, and what was that race? Uh, well, I would call it the, the race of uh, whatever the race Noah was. <laughs> I don't know. What do you call it? It would be,
17: Afri- it would be African.
1: Oh, sure. Yeah, I think uh, that's the, the scientific consensus is that's where life human humans sort of began. Yeah.
17: OK, so if humans begin from Africa, why would Africans not populate the lands of the earth?
1: Well, yeah, no, you're right that we go you go far enough back and that's where you see the the genesis of all these different races. But in terms of uh, of uh, reparations, you know, that's specifically about slavery, which were slaves brought specifically from Africa. So we're dealing with a much more, you know, uh, uh, close up, close up history. uh, now, we'll let, let's, get, let's get more into it we'll, we'll, keep, we'll keep talking about it On the other side Don't go anywhere folks Very interesting conversation Vibe High At Vibe High On Twitter Hotep Jesus Don't go anywhere folks More on the other side
6: Defeat the globalists Hashtag Alex Jones Defeat the pedophiles Hashtag Alex Jones Defeat Alexandra Cortez And her mindless idiocy With hashtag Alex Jones Defeat the censors With hashtag Alex Jones They've tried to ban us off every platform out there, but we've just gotten stronger because you've taken action with hashtag Alex Jones. I am patient zero in the massive banning, but you can override the censors now. And if all of our audience gets involved with hashtag Alex Jones, we are unstoppable together. We've already changed the world together. With our laser focus, do it again with hashtag Alex Jones on Twitter, on Facebook, on Google, on YouTube, everywhere. Call the talk radio, C-SPAN. Shout it out loud in public. Hashtag Alex Jones. That's the rallying cry to restore the First Amendment. Creativity and the dynamic human spirit that refuses to submit.
7: InfoWars Life is bringing you a breakthrough in modern medicine. Introducing Pollen Block. We have found an extraordinary new, natural way to alleviate seasonal distress symptoms, including promoting clear nasal and sinus passageways, eye comfort, and respiratory function. In the 1960s, researchers in France noticed that people who ate certain quail eggs experienced less seasonal immune and inflammatory responses. They began studying this effect in published trials, and decades later, we now have the fruit of this research, a fast-acting, chewable tablet that helps alleviate seasonal distress symptoms.
8: I still have that energy. There's no way I could have the energy at the end of a long day to fight back against the chemicals and the food and water, to fight back against the modern day lifestyle with the screen time and the extended hours, to still have the stamina and endurance, energy and drive to get to the gym, get to the park and get exercise that you need for your health. So go to InfoWarsStore.com and get Super Meal Vitality before it's gone. This is actually our last run of super male vitality. So I want you to experience super male vitality before it's too late. Unleash the super male in you. Super male vitality.
6: From InfoWarsStore.com Please, whatever you do, realize that we're all getting punched drunk to the censorship. And you saw 18 Twitter accounts, they say affiliated with InfoWars. Yeah, some of them are like little side accounts. They even know we had like InfoWars Store that just showed our products. But they just banned them all yesterday in punishment that I be at a Trump rally and be mobbed by all these folks that loved us. Your excitement about America, your excitement about this broadcast is what brought the country and the world back from the brink. But the globalists now want to target where the resistance came from so that we're not pesky in the future. I want to be troublesome and pesky. I want to keep going. I want to make them do the ultimate not just destroy us financially i want to push all the way i've committed to do that i've prayed for that and i've been told that's going to happen but you've got a backish and i promise you this i will never falter i will never waver at the spiritual level i physically will but i give you my commitment if you financially support us then forwardstore.com to give you my absolute total commitment
0: you're listening to the david knight show
3: Welcome
1: back, ladies and gentlemen, to the David Knight Show. Harrison Smith sitting in for David Knight. My guest is Hotep Jesus. You can find him on hotepnation.com, books by Brian.com at Vibe High. We're talking about uh, reparations, and and suddenly we're getting into the, the whole history of humanity and the various uh, convergent races and uh, um, uh, racial lines as, as they ebb and flow through history. Very interesting topic, but I want to talk specifically about uh modern politics and modern uh, racial contention and where that's exploited because to me when i see talks about reparations in the the modern you know congress the the new congress to me i see that as an exploitation of racial division in america and a sort of just it, you're just making it worse and uh, to me it just absolutely it, it's just trouble yeah so so do
17: you, is that is that how you, that's how you see I, it as well then i yes i agree with that the thing is this when they try and take it and turn the reparations into slavery is where I'm saying no, mm. no. If there is reparations, we have to frame it around being indigenous people because then we don't have to change anything within the government. We get the same thing that the, that you call the Native Americans now that get the casinos and everything. You just give mm. that to black people. So there's nothing you got to change. We just want to be classified as indigenous. If they're going to do the reparations talk, when they start talking all of that slavery stuff, that's where they lose me. Somebody pull up the picture of the uh, black Republicans in Congress, uh, I, I believe, in the 1800s or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but how do you have a people that are slaves but still sitting in Congress? They're like like, like they try to just make black people look like, oh, yeah, I was just slaves and that was it. But how when we have black Republicans? That's not that's you, you know, you, you're you not somebody's not telling the whole story here. So when they say reparations for being slavery, they lose me.
1: See, that that's so interesting, because to me, that is where the argument somewhat makes sense, because we do have this history in America. It's pretty undeniable that slavery and various governmental institutions and cultural institutions, for that matter, have you know kept kept black people down for a long time and and were you know used the skin color, used the race as a form of uh, differentiation and sort of a weapon of oppression. So to me, it kind of it it kind of makes sense, or at least I understand the the foundation of the argument that it's like, look, you know, our country, Enslaved this this large population of people, and we want now we want to integrate them into the country. We want you know, of course, this is a while ago, uh, and the the struggle continues. We want to integrate them and in. We want them to be fully fledged and participatory citizens in this in this country. And so, if we have to you know take a couple measures in order to to get that way, I understand that argument. Although, again, I I I think it's punishing people who don't deserve it and rewarding other people who don't deserve it. So I disagree with it in a whole. But I actually understand that argument. But you're saying you're saying you go the other way. So what's the wh- where where do you and I differ in that?
3: It's
17: it, it gets murky because if Israel gets reparations every year, why well, can't get none? It it, mm. it it gets funny like that. <laughs> it gets you know what I mean when everybody's yeah. putting their hand in the pot and I'm paying. Like you got to understand when Israel gets aid, I have to pay for that. Right. So if I'm gonna pay, why can't I pay myself? And who who else gets gets reparations from us the countries all over the world get reparations from us look what the democrats are trying to do they're trying to give these hispanics reparations before us if if a black family right now couldn't take care of their child they would take the child from them probably lock the dad up right mm. and and what would they do if they were illegal the democrats want to give them uh rooms at the Hilton.
1: right <laughs> right yeah no yeah no yeah you, you're exactly right about that point point. and um I mean, yeah, I, t- I tend to I tend to take the sort of I-, I like Ann Coulter's argument. That's like, well, we have these institutions that are there to make up for the slavery. And now they're being exploited by people that they were never intended for. And it's, and it's just not good. Um, but it, in sort of a, in sort of a zoomed out roller or, or more of just a, you know, racial conflict, which, you know, I don't, I don't want to perpetuate that. So I don't even like talking about it, really. But the way that you talk about things is so unique because. You you are fairly focused on, uh, you know, the black black Americans and the black struggle in America, and yet you don't do it in a way that is contentious. You don't do it in a way that's that seems to pit groups against each other, uh, you know, in the way that you see leftist activists do. So in, in your philosophy, what is what is sort of your uh, your I don't want to say position, but, you know, how do you think about this this situation that we find ourselves in where the the racial uh, conflict is seemingly increasing. How do you fight back against that while still maintaining your identity and you know, uh, uh, fighting for for your people, as you say?
17: Well, uh, good good is God and God don't attack. God mm. creates. P- good people will tell you to create. Bad people will tell you to attack. Mm. I, I try to live a good life. And in doing so, I naturally just encourage people to create. You know, that's why I have an email list on um, on my site. And I inspire people every day through, through email. I inspire people through Twitter. I inspire people through YouTube. Infowars, you know, it's I tell people all the time, people don't really need information. They need inspiration because mm. we're drowning in information. People need inspiration to go look at the information and decipher the information and to pull what they need from it. But they need to be inspired to do so. People are inspired to do to, to, to perform, you know, nonsense basically, you know.
1: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, yeah. and and I think that's exactly right because that's the exact opposite of what the people who want to uh, abuse and oppress do, right? You, you look at uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma, and Black Wall Street back then, and one of the most just egregious and just disgusting, you know, uh, portrayals of racism in America is when they just totally bomb out. This incredibly successful and vibrant black culture in Oklahoma, in Tulsa, in I I think maybe the 30s or something. I mean, it was a little while ago. But to me, that was like, okay, what you have here in Tulsa with Black Wall Street uh, was an example of. Look, these these black people in America are succeeding on their own. They have created their own culture, or, or not even culture. It's it's in the American culture. It's their own community. It was successful, and it's like the people in power can't have that because they want you to believe that you're helpless. They don't want you to know that you can create and that you can you know rise above and and uh, and you know do your own thing. So I think that's a very effective thing. The most effective thing is. Don't believe the oppressors that tell you, oh, you need us, you, you need to rely on the government, you need to rely on, on us, we'll take care of you. Now, what they need is examples and inspiration to go out there and make it yourself. Are we on the same
17: level there? And that's, and that's, and that's exactly it. See, people are telling half-truths or half-stories. When you look at Tulsa, Oklahoma, and you tell the average person you know, about Tulsa, Oklahoma, they say, well, they burned it down. Okay, that is true, but finish the story. It was rebuilt and thrived years after. And what killed it? Integration. When Mm. the white man's ice became colder than the black man's ice. They wanted to be next to white people. They got crackatosis, as my brother General (laughs) Sedge would call it. (laughs) That's very interesting. <laughs>
1: I didn't I didn't I didn't actually know that. I sort of assumed that once it was burned out, you know, I that's where I saw the story ended. So you've you've you know educated me just in just in that alone.
17: Yeah. They 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 you know they wanna be next to white people. They love white people. I don't know what it is, what the obsession <laughs> is. Um, but they they really love white people. And I'm not saying you shouldn't love white people. What I'm saying is love all people. Love right. all people, you know.
1: Right, and you just have to look at you know the, the history of uh, the civil rights movement and everything, and you know that you know you have Martin Luther King, this like brilliant leader who says just that: love everybody, don't don't fight, show them that peaceful resistance is the right way. So of course, the powers that be, the people in charge, they kill that guy. They're not going to kill the bad leaders. They're not going to kill the leaders that tell you oh, go out and you know cause trouble, blah, blah, you know all this stuff. They want to kill the good leaders. They want to kill. The good guys who are saying the right things, and I think people don't understand that either. They only get half the story there as well. They say, "Well, they they killed him because they don't mm-hmm. like black people." No, no, no. They killed him because he was peaceful and and was right about the way he have, approached it.
17: Have you ever been with a black woman? No. Would you date a black woman?
1: Uh, I have a fiance, so no. But but yeah, of course.
17: But you never had you never had no chocolate, huh? Okay, <laughs> unfortunately, so- no. Okay, so that's my thing. There's nothing wrong with that, right? But people we're naturally tribal and these tribes happen to run along races. The problem is they try to pit the races against each other. And they try to say it's wrong when you practice nepotism, but when other groups practice nepotism, it's 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 applauded. Hmm. But they always try to take white and black and juxtapose us and make us fight. And that's the that's the biggest psyop in history. Absolutely. They need the contention, they need the conflict. It's divide and conquer
1: for a reason. If you don't divide, they can't conquer you. That's Hotep Jesus Deep Thinker. Too deep for a lot of people. I think I, I think I'm I'm right there with you. Maybe not quite as deep, but I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying. That's Hotep Jesus at vibehigh on Twitter, Hotepnation.com, books by Brian.com. Thank you so much for being with us.
6: A powerful, pregnant-owned base, the Real Red Pill, has quickly become one of our fellow InfoWarriors' favorite products. Now, with an extra proprietary energy blend inside, including green tea extract, Iramate leaf extract, and more, you can get that extra pick-me-up while supporting your mind and body in a healthy way. It's got all the great stuff that Real Red Pill has, but it's also got the boost in it. Get the Real Red Pill Plus at InfoWarStore.com.
4: One of the most popular health trends on the planet. Built with more than seven different superfoods and crucial compounds, Ultimate Bone Broth will help support your healthy muscles, digestion, tendons, and ligaments, while also supporting your body's fight against free radicals. This incredible chicken bone broth formula contains time-tested ingredients, such as turmeric root, chaga mushroom, goji berry powder, bee pollen, and alfalfa herb powder to support your body. It's time to experience what ultimate bone broth can do for you. Get a bottle of the all new version of a fan favorite product today at Infowarsstore.com.
0: You're listening to The David Knight Show.